Welcome, movie fans. This is Dimitri Panos for Popcorn Talks, Anatomy of a Movie, where today we hope to inspire you one block at a time. Of course, I'm talking about Britney Runs a Marathon. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Anatomy of a Movie. Hey, movie fans, Dimitri Panos, Popcorn Talks, Anatomy of a Movie, where today we're going to dissect Britney Runs a Marathon, and uh, wow, I have a cavalcade of amazing hosts today, uh, it capped off by someone who I'm very proud and honored to call my friend, uh, and she's an amazing, she's an amazing voice and has a great opinion, the amazing Kit Bowen! Yay! Thank you! <laughs> Yes, that's Thank you for coming back, for being you. She's like a semi-regular co-host uh, with me here on Anatomy of a Movie. I appreciate hey, any, you coming back. Any chance back. to talk about movies? And, yeah, and this is a good one. Yes. This is this is this is a really solid movie. Um, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, since we are talking about the movie Anatomy of a Movie for you folks new, thank you, welcome. But also, no, we're very spoilerific. We're going to talk about plot points of this movie. And yes, it is a book. It is adapted from the book, but not necessarily assuming that people have read it. So uh, if you haven't seen the movie, by all means, just put us on pause. Go see the movie. Come back. Tune us in. Or some people have even said they watch the show and they become inspired to go see a movie. So you can do that too, but just know <laughs> when you're running to the theater, you're going to pretty much know everything that happens in yeah. the movie. Yeah, so, exactly. Anyways, so... Uh, Is it based that, on a book? I believe so. I believe it's uh, the actual the actual Britney wrote Oh, she wrote a story. book. Okay, yeah. I know that that the the director, whose name is Paul yes. Downs, Colazio. Colazio, yes, is uh, he was in, he was her roommate. Yeah, they were best friends. Yeah, but and, we'll get into we'll, we'll get into that that fun history because that, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and as we open up uh, all anatomy of movies, uh, we start off with our opinion, our little review of the movie. So, Kit, take us away. <laughs> Um, this was, I, I love this movie. Um, you know, I think that as a self-discovery movie and, and, and look, it's not anything really new. I mean, you, you've seen this kind of a story before where, you know, a person finds themselves in some sort of fashion. Um, and in this fashion, it's this, you know, New Yorker who has kind of lived a sort of slacker life and she doesn't really have a lot of direction. <clears throat> and, you know, her self-esteem isn't all, all cracked up to be, but she, she feels like she's found her little niche maybe is that she's the party girl, you know, she's kind of the, as she puts it, the fat sidekick friend. Um, and, you know, she's okay with that. But um, when she goes to a doctor to 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 you know get a checkup he says you you're going to have to lose some weight and you know she at first is balks at that idea which you know of course any doctor tells you that <laughs> i usually go yeah okay right i'll start working on um but she does actually decide that she's going to try to do something so she runs a block right <laughs> and she's like hmm okay if i can do this you know, maybe I can continue doing this. And then she gets the idea that she's going to have this big goal to reach, which right. is to run the New York Marathon. Jillian Bell, here's the thing. Like I said, it's not um, it's not new, but Jillian Bell makes it. Oh, I couldn't makes, agree with makes you more. The, and that, that's the key to a movie like this. It, it's, it's, it's your star. And it's all her. Um, and, you know, I've loved her from... 
some of the, all the comedies that she does. She comes from an improv background. She was in the Groundlings here in L.A. You know, she's she's the comic timing is like this, right. of course. But this whole sort of dramatic side to her that we hadn't had a chance to see, uh, right. you know, she completely handles that. Uh, and and then her supporting cast is also amazing. Right. Michaela Watkins, um, Micah Stoke, I think it's the guy who plays the the gay the gay guy mm-hmm. who, who runs a block with her at first. <laughs> and then um, Ikarsh Mbakar, I think, it plays the love interest for her. And all of the side, all the characters, again. It's it's this the ensemble situation that mm. makes this movie you know key. And the thing about Jillian, which brings it over the top, is that she's so genuine in this. Yeah, movie. I um, first I really did like this movie a lot, and in major part because of Jillian Bell. I really think that this is this could be a career changer for her. Uh, up to this point, all we've seen her in are these comedies. Which she's 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 great in, but this one, you come out going that woman can act. She's got the chops. Like this is like the, yeah, this is the, the the star breakthrough kind of role. And to be fair, the character Brittany in the movie is really not likable. No, she's she's frustrating. She's extraordinarily self destructive, mm-hmm. and she takes that. And when she's, and she takes that self-destructiveness on everybody else, everybody else around her gets hit by shrapnel yeah. because of her, because of this. And you're right. We've seen these, I'm not happy with myself. What can I do? Blah, blah, blah. But this one was done in, I think, a, a, a fairly, in a different way. Um, and to, to, um, to Jillian's credit, she, she has this arc. And, I mean, there's one scene in the movie, uh, it's like a picnic scene, a birthday yes. scene, that almost, like, I almost was over the edge to hating this character so, so much. But to the screenplay, but even more to Jillian Bell's credit, you're able to, if you stick with it, like, you like her. Mm-hmm. And she becomes, when she begins to like herself more... And then the people around her. And then she affects people mm-hmm. in a much different way. Yeah. That, to me, is the brilliance of this movie, because we do see a clear arc. So even though we may have seen these self-discovery kind of movies, i got to do better for myself, this really is a great example of women empowerment and taking that power. And I think it's a really wonderful female character in a female role that we've had. This summer has been rich with some really good female roles. Brittany Runs a Marathon is a great example of what movies have to offer for audiences. Right. And if you are part of the Me Too movement and this this movie, you know, you should support it because we've got great talent involved. Yeah. Uh, and they do a really fantastic job. I walked out Look, I'm never gonna run a marathon. Hell, I don't even run to catch the tram at Disney. Okay, so that ain't gonna happen. But and he's talking. He's telling the truth. Yeah, right? I am telling the truth. Well, just look at me. People. No, tell I'm me just talking go. about the Disney thing. He but, goes a yeah, lot. I do go a lot. Sometimes I walk to the parks in the parking garage. It's true. You know, people tell me to get in shape all the time, and I said, "But I am in shape. I'm round." Um, <laughs> so 
I you walk out, you do feel somewhat inspired. Mm-hmm. You feel taken by the character because she does arc nicely, and every emotional beat and arc is earned. Yeah, very nicely. Yeah, and that to me is all because of you, Jillian Bell. Yeah, she believes in it. You believe her. She's fantastic. I think it's a great turn for her career, and I look at her. Not just for a comedic actress, but she's a, she's an actress, full fledged. She's yeah. fantastic. I mean, certainly, uh, you know, Trainwreck, you know, Amy Schumer's film. There's some DNA, you know, sort of tied into this a little sure. bit. But, um And you know, I think people who see the poster, it is sort of you know more comedic in, in absolutely in its you know presentation. But it really is very much of a dramedy in the way that you know you do get to know this person, and you she is she's frustrating. You want to slap her? <laughs> the 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 scene you were talking about in question. It's I mean, it's a spoiler. You know, yeah. she she is at a family event and she gets too much. She has too much to drink, and this couple shows up and the woman is is overweight and the man is you know regular size and she's looking at this you know after having you know some person you know some setbacks. Uh, she's looking at this couple, thinking, "What does he see in her?" You know, right. and that's how she's she's projecting clearly. Um, I did read an interview with uh, with Jillian who said that that one particular scene was the most important scene for her because of of its nature. And she sat down with the actress who played the, the other actress. Um, she sat down with her and they went over it and they both decided that this would be the only time they'd ever do a scene like this. Right. Um, and I, I feel like, I feel that's very telling. And, and look, this movie isn't about losing weight. That's it's not, not that. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Because I've had conversations. Oh, in fact, with, with our engineer. Hey, Ryan. What's <laughs> going on, buddy? Ryan's our, our engineer. It's, it's, it's great to have you on board and doing our zeros and ones for us. But yeah, I had this. We, I, we, I overheard the conversation earlier today where Ryan said just that. If it's another actor's got to lose weight movie, it's not about that. Mm-mm. It really isn't. It is self-discovery. Mm-hmm. And being a just a better person whether regardless of your shape uh you have to really love yourself and it just happens to be that running was this character's cathartic go-to yeah but then she becomes even more obsessive with that you know right. and, and it's not like it's not the the, the be-all end-all cure to herself to you know to her loving herself right, right. it's not no. it, it isn't and um it's just it's something that I think, you know, every person has a whole, every person has their own sort of situation where mm-hmm. they might find one thing that helps them right. get to that spot. Agreed. And that's what this is about. And yeah. of course, I was bawling at the end of this movie. Were you? Yeah. I was just moved by it. Yeah. You know, she's running in the marathon and she's, you know, it's struggling and I'm like, oh, I feel it. You know, I feel it. Yeah. And from what I understand, uh, I have a couple of friends who've run the Los Angeles marathon mm. And every year, all I hear is, that's the most grueling thing I ever want to do. Like, uh, and then they go ahead and do it again. So, what? I don't want to hear you. You just complain to me like you're, you're dead. It's the most grueling, painful thing. And then you're doing it again. Oh, good for you. But, I mean, I understand because I have friends uh, who do it. Mm-hmm. And, they continue, and they continue to put themselves through the torture. But I have heard that running a marathon is one of the most grueling painful things that 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 a human can attempt 
to do. Right. So because you've got the people who are doing it to win it, you know. So right. you've got your your Olympic, you know, long distance runner sure. type people, but then you've got masses of people who are just doing it to prove something. I right. guess to because it's do, there to, to do it <laughs> to do the to say I did it and I finished and I you know. Yeah, not in my DNA to do that. Yeah, it's not in my DNA, too. (laughs) But, again, I think if you can come out of a movie thinking about ways... uh, Just be inspired. Mm. I mean, I can't think of another word other than inspired, so forgive me for using the word often, but if you come away thinking about yourself in a way, if the the movie touched you in a way... And, listen, the movie is entertaining. Yes. As as rough as that, that... picnic scene that outdoor scene is there are other scenes that are actually quite funny yes uh to jillian bell's credit and the cast my favorite's the she goes why do you keep calling me Brittany? my my name is babe (laughs) and i'm just i'm lost in the city i'm looking for my farm (laughs) that's right that was awesome i'm like that's jillian bell right there that's great and you know one of my favorite scenes was uh a scene that took place in the subway where she Runs into her former roommate yeah. who, her former roommate was, you know, a very narcissistic social media. It was a toxic thing, but again, another nice arc uh, in the movie for the yeah. Britney character. Uh, and it was played out very, very well. So you had mentioned Paul Downs Colazzo, uh, Colazzo, Colazzo. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly because I'm about to shower you with some praise. Um, <laughs> we'll just call him Paul. He, Paul. Yeah. Paul. Yeah. Good to call you Paul. We're like this. <laughs> um, I'm only doing it because she told me to. He makes his directorial be- uh, debut with this, mm-hmm. which is pretty amazing being yeah. that he was a writer-director, um, but he wrote plays. Yeah, he's a playwright. He's a playwright. Mm-hmm. And so... He, too, had to go through a training process. And I have to sit corrected. If I say something wrong, uh, um, I will admit it on the air. So, no, it wasn't a book, but he used his friend very much, basing Brittany, like, her experience. This is right. who he went this is through who inspired him and in saying, wow, this is a great idea for a story. And she kind of laughed it off um, as it being like, <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, Brittany O'Neill. So, yeah. And she's like, I never expected yeah. a screenplay to come up with me. So, um, yeah, I just find that that's great that they were friends. And again, it's one of those happy coincidences that because of it, we get this movie. Yeah. This this really nice, inspiring movie. So, um, yeah. And I think, you, you know, he has been asked, you know, did you have... Jillian Bell in mind when you were like when you were he goes no I mean no, no. she came on board seven months before we started filming this you yeah. know but it was something that spoke to her you yeah. know on a personal level right I mean it's gonna it's literally gonna touch you know any woman that I know of there's going to be or, or men really but you know I'm coming from the female perspective yeah. it's gonna recognize themselves you know in sure. this because everyone wants to better their lives or better their self-esteem it's you know t- the world is tough and thank you for bringing that up i, I really i it's you know and I, I i really appreciate that because i think when a movie works um whether it's a, a, a female character it should appeal and and resound with everybody mm-hmm. it should have a mass appeal and i think this movie does that 
Um, yes, it could speak to women, but it could speak to men, too, if you're paying attention to the cues. <laughs> you know? I mean, seriously. Um, you don't have to be a woman to appreciate uh, how one can change their lives, or should they, or even question. Um, and and all the while not be beat over the head with it. it the movie doesn't come off as medicine. No. Uh, it comes off as being very entertaining. Yeah. And I think it's a perfect, it's a great date night movie. Yeah. Number one. I really do think so. So, but you're right. I guess, you know, and that's why I'm glad to have you here when I asked you. I give you a choice. Hey, blinded by the light. You're like pretty. Like you didn't even, you didn't even like think about it. I'm like that's great because I wanted your perspective. And as I said at the top of the show, you have a very unique voice and a great voice for this. So I know you're a great help. Um, you know, so Paul uh, drew on very personal experiences for his debut film, and it's a love letter to to Brittany mm-hmm. O'Neill. Which, you know, knowing all this, you get it. And what I love about this is that it also doesn't pull punches Mm-mm. at all. I mean, again, the Britney character in the movie is not the most likable character in the world. No. And if you're calling this a love letter, he puts in the bo- the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I respect it because there really isn't there isn't anything that's sugarcoated Mm-mm. in this movie. It's and also, it's very. Um... Again, it's just one of those movies where diversity, you know, sexual mm-hmm. um, uh, orientation, everything is just just there. It's like right. there's not a particular reason why or would not. It's just that's who those characters are, yeah. you know. So the uh, like I said, the the guy that ends up running with her at first, you know, they're both very out of shape, and he's you know he's kind of an in shape guy, you know, he sure. wasn't necessarily overweight in the movie, but. You know, he doesn't run. And he's married to a man who, and they have a, a small child who, yeah. like, basically said, Dad, you know, you got, you can't do this or you can't run after me. I've forgotten the exact reason, but right. that was his yes, motivation. That was his motivation. And then Mika- Michaela Watkins, who I just, I love her. I think she's, she's sort of underrated in a lot of ways. And she, I her agree. character as well is, has, has a little arc or has a little you know, background to it. She's going through a painful divorce and custody battle and, you know, and, and Jillian, you know, Brittany thinks of her as being like this perfect rich woman and clearly she's not. No. So, and again, like you said, I liked what you said about it doesn't hit you over the head with these things. No. It's just life. No, it (laughs) is. And I want to talk a little bit about Catherine because she's a great character as well. And, Again, when you realize what's going on in her life, there are scenes where you go, you got to lay off this woman mm-hmm. for a bit because she is trying to help. That's the other thing with everything going on in her life, Catherine's life. She's still trying to help Brittany. Yeah. And at the end, like I wanted, uh, I wanted more of this like friendship because I found that there was this bond, and that Br- Brittany's epiphany is I-, I can be a better person. Catherine knew this all along, and there was a really great dialogue between the two of them about the 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 the, the divorce, who's going to get the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, that really solidified helped solidify this movie because again, it's not about running. It's not just about losing weight. It's about really a. In a sense, too, compassion. Mm-hmm. And through that compassion, you can inspire somebody. I really found that to be a very nice key. And that was exemplified by this Catherine character. Yeah. A lot. And then, of course, the other character I really loved was uh, 
was uh, Jara, Jara, mm-hmm. I think, uh, um, Britney's love interest played by Itkarsh. Uh, is it? It's J-E-R-N, Jaren. Jaren, Also, you know, uh, you know, when she meets him, <laughs> they, they're like, they're, they're supposedly watching this dog in this really fancy townhouse and they end up just moving into this townhouse right. <laughs> because, you know, the people are never there. Um, and, you know, he's also a slacker. Yeah. Uh, it has no, you know, sort of real direction in life. And I, you know, to be honest with you, this, this made me think not so much about myself, but for my kids. <laughs> it did. How so? Well, just that, you know, they, they are now entering into their 20s or their mid-20s, and they are searching for what they want to do in life. Right. And I feel like this movie points out the fact that you don't have to have your shit together. No. Right off the bat, you don't, right you know, bat. you just don't. You, it, it's a, it's an evolving process. Yeah, I remember it being that way for me, even. But yeah. still, but for my kids, I, I, I felt, I felt uh, like better about the right. fact that they really are kind of trying to find their way right now, and and you know, and I think, I, I'm hoping that they'll get to a place where they are finding their right. Their and trip. that to me is the magic of movies. <laughs> No, truly, because this is why we all love movies so much, because, you know, we were talking, we did Blinded by the Light a a little bit earlier today, and we talked about how... Another uh, good sort of, you know, follow your dream type movie. Follow your dreams, um, great coming of age story, and the the power that music has, right? Mm -hmm. And how you can relate music to life choices. Movies can be the same way. Movies can make you think or, remin- or, or yeah, reminisce about certain things or make you think about life choices as well. But it's the ones that, that most entertain you that you think about well after you've left the theater. Yes. And you can think about the character, but ultimately you were entertained for two hours and if a movie can come away like like you just had that it was it was a wonderful analogy but bringing up your family and using characters in a movie that you relate to uh in life and again much like music you can relate to in life you see it happening the this is the magic and power of really good storytelling and, and good movies yeah. ultimately uh this summer i don't think we've had a lot there've been some there've been some you people gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah, you gotta, I just talked about this last you, night. Yeah, you, you gotta. It's our go job to, to tell you to go see right. these smaller you, movies. You, I mean, we'll tell you. <laughs> you know, we could say bad movies, good movies. Yes, I'm not opposed to franchise pictures, but I'm going to give an honest opinion. If I didn't like it, I'm I didn't like it. But if, but but you know, this summer has been really weird. Where the smaller movie, That's like Britney. Runs a marathon like where last year documentaries in the Indies were flourishing in the summer. This time, I don't know why people just aren't going when they should. Britney runs a marathon is a great example of this. We're not the only ones who thought that this would make a good movie. Yeah, Toby Maguire, yeah, of all people, Toby Maguire, of all people, Produced was this. a producer yeah. of this movie. Yeah. Uh, kudos to him. Um, so I just think that, and how this all came about, um, so as Britney's story was still unfolding in real life, uh, actor and producer Tobey Maguire dropped in in a performance of one of Paul's plays in New York. Ah. 
Okay, so and impressed by what he saw, catch this, he invited the playwright to meet with him and his producing partner, Matthew Plouffe, to discuss possible future film projects. So we talked about, Paul goes, and we talked about what he wanted to do next, uh, uh, Mr. McGuire says, and he mentioned a couple of ideas he was pursuing, and one of them was this Britney runs a marathon uh, we knew he hadn't written it, he hadn't written a film script before, but his plays were so strong that we offered him to deal to write a screenplay. Wow. So based, <laughs> I mean, that to me is, that's great. Yeah. It, I think it's a great story. And kudos to Toby Maguire and to his his, his producing partner, um, I, I, Matthew. I think that it's it's an inspiring story. Yeah. That they could recognize talent, they started to play, and it's like, hey, I want to talk to you. I like your voice. I like what you have to say. So, what do you, what got? Do you got going on? Yeah. And then Brittany ignites that spark. Yeah. So he also then, wrote for for CBS too. I think he had a pilot at, on CBS mm-hmm. and had to deal with them for a little bit of time. Worked on the Mag- MacGyver reboot, I think. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, clearly and, the guys that and Paul I'm talking about Paul, is a very talented writer. Absolutely, and and, and and McGuire thought so. Yeah, and he's like he's an articulate blend of, uh, and this describes Britney runs a marathon humor, truth, and compassion. Mm-hmm. And McGuire goes on to say, just listening to him recount his day is so enjoyable. <laughs> so, you know, again, I say kudos uh, to to Mr. McGuire. Uh, for nurturing this talent because, number one, I really do think you catapult Jillian Bell's career. Right. People who watch it. And you're going to help catapult this guy's yes. career as as a feature film writer and director. And it doesn't mean that he has to give up writing plays. No, of course not. Right? No. So, yeah. and, and, and When you're right, you write. You know? Right, you're right. <laughs> and when you're right, and you're, you're right. right. And, and you, you're never wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing about good writing, too. And it's, it's, you know, look, the business, the business itself is always tough, you know. And I'm sure Jillian and Paul would both, uh, uh, you know, attest to that situation. Mm-hmm. But you keep at something. And if you're good, mm-hmm. you probably will get noticed. And right. Jillian, look, she's put in her, her licks, too. I mean, she's done right. a lot of those sidekick characters. And she's been hilarious in a lot right. of movies. But, you know, here here it is. Here's a script. She saw it. She went, yeah, you know, uh-huh. I want this. Yeah. I really want this. I want yeah. to do this. I want to show people. You know, and I think like Amy Schumer and those kinds of people, too, and Melissa McCarthy, all of them, you know, it's like they start out as a comedian, but, you know, they all have, They a lot of them do have jobs. Robin Williams, is, I always think of Robin Williams when mm-hmm. I think about that because right. he studied at Juilliard and sure. he started in, you know, in comedies. But then all of a sudden we were like, <clears throat> oh, wait a minute, Robin Williams can really, really act. Mm-hmm. And of course that's always the case. But, you know, you get pigeonholed. So you this do. kind of stuff is always great to see because then it, you, you get it, you, you give someone who has a lot of talent a chance to shine. And it's a fresh face, mm-hmm. too. And it gives uh, a Jillian Bell. Like that opportunity, um, and that's why she shines. Now, Paul did propose uh, because they were talking about who, who to get to direct for this, and Paul said, "Well, I could do it." And they <laughs> and he goes on. They very reasonably said, "No, 
uh, given that I never directed anything sure. before. But Fair. I've been through enough projects to know that great character-driven stories can get lost in, transi- in translation if no one is there to protect them. So um, he didn't give up. Uh, he carefully crafted a lookbook. So see, there was a book involved. Yeah. I knew that. <laughs> I gotta, okay. I gotta take whatever little I can. Uh, so <laughs> he crafted a lookbook and a presentation of his vision for the film. So he took it to LA, uh, tried to win over the producers, and he succeeded. Uh, he did a lot of great work to convince us he could bring the character to life better than anyone, says Plouffe. So that to me is is another test. And again, this is his marathon. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to be running a marathon. And this is why I think the movie thematically is universal. You don't have to run a marathon. You just can You can think of yourself. This is my change. I'm going to go from screenplay or, or from, from writing plays right. to doing this. And I know that I can do it. And he convinced the people of this. And he did a really very, very solid job. Uh, in, in creating this, so um, usually I find that that's always the case. When a director is a writer director is truly passionate about, mm-hmm. they're always going to do a, a good job. And this came from a, and also when it comes from a place of real, you know, genu- genuine feelings right. and genuine relationships, right? Real ones, yeah, it's going to be good. But. Yeah, and 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 Bell, um, you know, she too the passion for the project, you know, it matched Paul's. Mm-hmm. Passion, and she goes on. Uh, she says, "Like it took over her life." Paul and I talked daily about dialogue and the characters' motivations. So, um, and he would go through scenes line by line, and that to me is great. And the actual O'Neill, uh, the Brittany O'Neill says she felt bonded to Belle watching her performance. I felt like she generally, genuinely experienced all the emotions that she had. And she lost weight. And she lost weight. <laughs> Doing it. Yeah. And she's still able to maintain comedic chops. But for me, I was most impressed because she carried the drama, the, the dramatic beats so well. And again, you mentioned some great actors, Robin Williams, um, you know, when we miss him uh, very well. But when sometimes it took Bill Murray a very long time, mm-hmm. he tried. He, the razor's yeah. edge did just not work for him, and he tried. But he eventually got to that place. Robin Williams got to that place rather somewhat quickly. Melissa McCarthy has proven to everybody that 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 she can be dramatic. But you know and- that they always throw in a bit of their who they are communically as well. Right. I, oh, of like lost in translation for Bill oh, Murray. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, oh, but that's it's like people kind of still want to see them be funny for a second, even if they aren't being funny for a second. That's why Jim Carrey yeah. sometimes failed in, in some of I his agree. some of his because he tried too hard to, to mask the stuff right. that made him funny. But you could look at World According to Garp yes. for 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 Robin Williams, and then you look at him too as Adrian Cronauer in Good Morning yeah. Vietnam. A lot of people do look at that as a comedy. But there are scenes in that movie oh, that yeah. are not comedic. No. And and he carries it off. And then of course the Dead Poet Society right. and such. So And Goodwill Hunting. And Goodwill Right. And you know, when you look at it Jillian Bell, this was the first time that I saw her in this light. And again, I mean no dis- disrespect to, to like Amy Schumer, but she hasn't had that yet. Not quite. As yet. as much as I enjoyed Trainwreck. But to I, me, she, I wanted to ask you a question real quick. Yeah. Sure. Um, just speaking of Amy Schumer, yeah, she had a movie, I believe, 
last year that took place in New York. Yep. I'm, I'm blanking on the name of it. I feel pretty. I feel, I feel pretty. pretty. Mm-hmm. This sounds like a maybe a more mature version of that film. No. One that's not. At, is that, does that sound better? No. no. Because I feel pretty. The, sort of the over concept. The top. But it was. It was. Yeah. She gets she hit hits, on the she head. She gets hit on the head. Oh, no, and... I, I, yeah. I saw. I saw. I feel pretty. I just remember. The film's about you know gaining self confidence, yes. but I just yes. thought like she had to have in that movie she had to have something crazy happen like an injury to her head. Right. But in this one, I feel like it's a, a more mature plot line. Do, am I on it's, the right track? It's, it's, yeah, it's more self introspective not... too. I think Brittany is that she realizes her doctor, she realizes her life, and it isn't. She doesn't get a knock in the head. She just says, "What if I just try running a block?" Yeah, let me try it's, it's, this. So this one's real. Yeah, <laughs> I feel pretty was a bit you know. Kind of out in the, the and its messages ended up being mixed. Yeah, I felt me in too. that movie where this one, there's really no mixed message. It really does become uh, inspiring, but they never they never shy away from from Britney's self destructive behavior because running becomes her drug. But so much so that the things that she loves that she's so. Um, uh, compulsive to do ends up hurting her, yeah. and then she becomes upset at that. So, her it's it's about taming in this case her self destructive behavior and learning to accept herself, but to love herself more. But it wasn't just because of her her shape; it was just being a better person. Yeah. So we all can be a better person, right? Regardless of what hobby or whatever we do to take, and that's where Brittany, I think, really comes home and drives a, a wonderful point home. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's not yeah, again, it, it's it's not about losing weight in this movie like we said, but it also that is a part of it. And and in reality, uh, you know, she has never as a character, Brittany has never experienced the sort of, you know, um like her her roommate who's cute and slim and, you know, has all these boys and blah blah blah. She's never had that. She's never had that kind of attention. I should say. And so that's definitely dealt with in the film. It's like she starts to lose weight. She starts to get more attention from people. It's just, you know, it's kind of a sad situation as far as social <laughs> social norms are. But that's sort of the reality of it. And it didn't shy away from that at all either. No, no, not at all. And, and it really was about proving one to themselves. Mm-hmm. About, like, the, the, the running the marathon again, it was, it was, it was a goal. It wasn't just to lose weight, but it's like, can I do this? Yes. Um, can I? And the way that the screenplay is set up as well is when she hurts herself, she can't run with her friends. Right. So at the end of the day, she somewhat runs alone. Mm-hmm. You know, she has herself to rely on. Her friends help her out with the training, but you know, you kind of feel bad for her when she can't be with what she worked so hard for. But yeah. it didn't mean that That's she gave relapse, it up, so to speak. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, so, no, it's and look, we were talking about indie movies and whatnot, and and you would call this a slice of life movie. Now I have a few friends who hate slice of life movies. That's not why they go to a movie. They go to a movie to be either laugh their butts off or you sure, know you escape, be escape, escape, right? Absolutely. Um, so that's I think that's always been the struggle for indie films because you know a lot of the ones that have come out this summer 
are a little bit more like the slice of life, you know, like character studies. They're about family. They're, you know, like the farewell or, you know, or they have some intrigue. Or like late loose, night. Or, or late or night, even, yeah. You know, when like did Book you go Smart was an right. over-the-top kind of comedy, right. but also grounded. But yeah, so it's always been a, a problem for any films because, you know, people want to go but, just see the action stuff. But, but today, I, I would say if this movie was, I, like. I think if this movie was released in the 80s or 90s, or maybe even the early two thousand, we it it would have a different maybe people were you know people were people are being inundated so much you know and yeah. and again everybody's well I shouldn't say everybody forgive me many people's attention span is that of a gnat so see something it's forgotten see something it's forgot you know and they don't want to take the time this movie I find to be one of the more entertaining movies of the summer that I've seen, and I just want people to see it. So <laughs> something a little bit else in the production that I really want to talk about is that um, the film is set almost entirely in New York City, mm-hmm. which doesn't happen often because of production budgets and whatnot. Uh, Canada's used a lot for the Big Apple. But what I didn't know, too, is that this is the very first movie to ever film be part of the New York City Marathon. That's pretty Which wild. is crazy to me. <laughs> I mean, you like we've seen movies that have talked about it, but it's the first feature film ever to be shot during the iconic New York City Marathon, which is cr- pretty crazy. And apparently the city in New York was all in. Uh, they, they gave some great support. Uh, you take a ride in the subway, everybody's smiling, wishing each other luck. I mean, this is that to me is synergistic, and and another reason why I think this movie works because I think thematically it's synergistic. Mm-hmm. I think thematically it's it's not only I think it's entertaining, but you can take away with it what you want to, and that's what makes this movie work. And this is why, if you haven't seen it, you should see it because again, if you just don't you want to come out of a movie feeling good? Like, seriously. <laughs> Inspired. Like, again, there's that word again. I, know, I, I can't true. think of another really, word. But no. Don't you just want to feel good? So, I, I mean, what is wrong with that? Um, this movie will do it. You'll laugh. You'll tear up. You might think of your own self. You might think of somebody else. But go see it on a date. Um, that That's why I think that this... I think it's grounded, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being grounded. Everything yeah. can't be a franchise, yeah. You know, and, and Jillian Bell, like I said, I mean, she's we she's workaholics is a show I never actually watched, but I know she that she was a regular on that show, and you know, she actually wrote for Saturday Night Live. Did you yep. know that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like you said, she's been entertaining me for yeah. a while now, but I'm happy to see her do this, and I hope she can move. I I, I have a feeling she's going to move into the writing directing. Avenue. I'd like to see her in more roles, not even necessarily like Britney, but she can be a great romantic comedy lead. Yeah. Um, because she can do it both. Yes. You know what I'm saying? She could handle she could handle physical comedy. Obviously she can be sarcastic. But now that I see her, she can handle the dramatic. You know, so I want to see her in more of those roles. I want her to, you know, she she's a wonderful actress. She's proven itself. Um, and now I look at her in a completely new light yeah. and I appreciate her more for it. So, um, well, I think we've I think we've run out of 
topics to discuss. Yeah, I think, Brittany runs so a run to the theater. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it. <laughs> thank you, room shot, please. So, um, please, Kit, again, thank you so much. Uh, we got other movies coming up that I'd love to, for you to be part of our discussion, the of discussion on anatomy. Well, how can people find you? Uh, yeah, uh, Twitter on the Twitter on the Twitter are the twits uh, <laughs> at the movie kit is my Twitter. And I also yes, I'm also uh, editor and uh, film critic for Screen Picks, so you can find my podcast on Screen Picks as well. Thank you very much. I've never been invited to Screen Picks, never. Just what the podcast? Yeah, no. I'm just. I, I might be able but, to hook you up. <laughs> We'll Do you know anybody? We'll uh, in any case, well, I love being here for Popcorn Talk Network's Anatomy of a Movie. A very special thanks to Ryan. Uh, if you want to know what the kid looks like, uh, he helped me out on Blinded by the Light. He is the Popcorn Talk Network's um, uh, authoritarian on Bruce Springsteen. So uh, you'll love his viewpoints, especially if you're a Bruce fan. So thank you for handling the engineering. Uh, I, again, am Dimitri Panos. You can find me on the Twitters at Dimitri Panos. That simple. At Dimitri Panos. I appreciate your support. If you like the show, please tell other people. Uh, and thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Love to see your comments on the YouTubes. Uh, until our next movie, I will see you at the movies. Take Bye. care. So long. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.